by to listen to Northern Ag Network on demand. We've enjoyed being able to provide these programs on more platforms and appreciate you taking the time to listen. This report is brought to you by Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks, who would like to remind hunters that respecting private landowners and the access they provide is more important than ever. Positive relationships between hunters and landowners impacts all recreationists. It's up to us. Respect access, protect the hunt. Now time for the report. Good morning, everybody. Coulter Brown here from the Northern Ag Network with our morning market report. The Climate Prediction Center updated their seasonal drought outlook and had a pretty positive forecast for Montana and the Western Dakotas. Drought is expected to break up or at the very least improve for the region from here to the end of May. However, drought is expected to persist in the Southern Plains, which will affect hard red wintery production and could lead to increased cow herd liquidation. Well, our network's Brett McRae was in Sydney last week reporting from the Mondak Ag Days, where he spoke with Caitlin McCulloch, director of the Livestock Marketing Information Center. Caitlin presented a cattle market outlook at the event and noted that while there are challenges to beef demand from inflation, with the supply of cattle much reduced by drought, Caitlin said the future for cattle prices looks pretty bright. We're very bullish on prices, and I think you're easily going to take out the previous record high that was back in 2014 or so. I don't think it's in 2023. I really think it's further out than that. From the cow-calf side, though, I think calves are going to be at a fairly elevated price for a while. You're listening to the Northern Ag Network. I'm Angela Cadell, Group Vice President of Agricultural Products for BNSF Railway. At BNSF, we recognize producers for their hard work and commitment to provide our nations and the world's food supply. Farming is in our DNA, and we honor you with our long-term commitment of delivering your high-quality products to market safely and consistently, no matter the season. You can count on us. This is BNSF. Did you know that Montana Farmers Union will be hosting their next women's conference in Sydney? You heard it right. The Farmers Union Women's Conference will be in Sydney, March 31st to April 1st. Hi, I'm Courtney Kibblewhite with Northern Egg Network, and I'm looking forward to keynoting this event. I'll unpack some of the old cowboy stories I grew up on and talk about how these stories might impact our next generation. That's the Montana Farmers Union Women's Conference, March 31st to April 1st. Head to montanafarmersunion.com to register. Several ag events happening across the region this week. The Montana Department of Livestock is again holding its secure beef supply plan trainings to help teach livestock producers how they can document their herd as low risk in the event of a foreign animal disease event. The meetings will be from 10 to 3.30 in Miles City on Tuesday, Sydney on Wednesday, and in Billings on Thursday. Then Friday in Lemon, South Dakota is the KBJM Farm and Home Show at the Beeler Community Center. And don't forget, next week, the KATQ Northeast Montana Farm Expo will be held in Plentywood on the 16th and 17th. That's a Thursday and Friday this year. And legislation has been introduced in the U.S. House to modernize the Endangered Species Act and prevent the ESA from being used as a weapon against the agriculture and energy industries. The Listing Reform Act would require consideration of economic impact in making a species listing decision. The bill was introduced by Texas Representative August Pfluger, who said species can be protected without devastating critical industries and rural economies.
Nasalgen vaccines give calves the strong foundation they need. New Nasalgen 3 PMH is the first and only intranasal vaccine that provides protection against both viral and bacterial pneumonia. That means protection against IBR, BRSV, and PI3, plus BRD caused by Pastorella multosta and Mannheimia hemolytica. Only need viral BRD protection? Ask about Nasalgen 3 with the longest lasting IBR protection on the market. Visit nasalgen.com to learn more. We're coming off quite a week in the cattle market. I'll be honest, I was scratching my head wondering what was going on there for a second as the market slipped lower, but higher box beef, the recent drop in corn, and five consecutive weeks of higher cash-fed cattle sent the futures to contract highs on Friday. April feeder cattle were up $2.17 at $196.02. May feeders up $2.12 at $200.95. Live cattle for April a buck thirty-two higher at one sixty-five forty-two. June up one twenty-two at one sixty sixty-seven. Live cash-fed cattle topped out at one sixty-seven last week. The average about one sixty-five up a dollar. And dress sales three to four higher from two sixty-two to two sixty-five. A very strong feeder market at the Glasgow Stockyards. Light four weight steers sold from two eighty to two ninety. Upper four weights two fifty seven to two eighty. Light five weights two fifty nine to two sixty eight. The heavier end two thirty five to two forty. And in the heifer trade, four weights sold two twenty six to two thirty seven. The five weights one ninety eight to two twenty eight. In Belfouche, solid mouth bred cows sold right at $1,700 a head. Broken mouth cows range 1285 to 1610, and slaughter cows staying strong from 88 to 95. And the lambs in St. Ange were 10 to $20 higher, with 70 to 90 pounders from 175 to 191, 90 to 110 pound lambs 155 to 163, and ewes selling from 55 to 67. USDA estimated the cost of production for wheat in 2022 at $9.05 per bushel. Of course, that varies widely, but it makes it difficult to explain how prices are trading near or below their production costs when wheat supplies are estimated at their lowest levels in 15 years. Looking ahead to wheat production here in 2023, smaller production looks likely from Ukraine, Russia, Australia, and India. And here in the U.S., much of the winter wheat crop remains stricken by drought, and spring wheat could lose ground to other crops that are offering more lucrative potential. On Friday, May, Casey winter wheat fell 9 and 3 quarters to 816, July at 808 down 8.5. Spring wheat for May, 3.5 weaker at 872, July at 869 also down 3.5. May Chicago wheat four cents lower at 7.08, July down three at 7.16. May corn gained back six cents on Friday to 6.39, and soybeans for May up nine and a half cents at 15.18. That's going to do it for this morning's market report. From the Northern Ag Network, I'm Coulter Brown.